So we are in our, our series that we are calling Lessons from the Lawn. And this series for the last three weeks has been really cool to be here on the lawn. Now, you can't hear anybody. Make some noise. Everybody make as much noise as you can. You can't hear it because they're not mic'd up. But trust me, uh, they are here. But what's cool is, uh, for those of you who are gathered, you know that we are looking at the Sermon on the Mount, the, the sermon that Jesus preached in the book of Matthew. And we're kind of in the middle of his sermon. And, and so during this sermon, we are experiencing it how the people in Jesus' day experienced it. Because Laura and I have been there to Israel. We've been on the hillside. It really wasn't a mountain. It's more of a hillside, and it's a grassy hill. And so the, it's, you might be like, can we do church on the lawn? Can we, can we? This is how they did it. So it's pretty cool that we are going to be experiencing this sermon the same way that the early followers of Jesus would have experienced this sermon. So if you have a Bible, you can go to uh, Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. Last week, Pastor Eric did a tremendous job talking about how it's not enough that we listen, but we've got to, what, anybody? you got to follow. You can't just listen. Like on Sunday, he, man, he guilted me into taking more notes than I have ever taken in my life. He said, be a note taker, and I, I agree with that. You, I, taking notes, writing things down is the best way to remember it because if you're not taking notes, promise you, I promise you, you're going to walk away today and you're going to be like, I don't even remember what was said. But if you write down notes, you can revisit them during the week as you go through your God time. And by the way, on the email and on social media, we have a God time, a, a, a daily devotion that goes right along with the message this week. And you can look at the notes. And when you go to your core group, you can discuss the notes that you've taken with your core group. So here's what I want to ask you, and I'm going to have you share with the person next to you, one person sitting next to you in the room that you're in or here on the lawn. What did God speak to you last week? What did he say to you, or maybe what did he say to you this week through his word that you listened and you followed, or maybe you listened but you forgot to follow, okay? 30 seconds, turn and share. I think right now is a critical, critical time to not just listen, but to, to follow. I, I've been saying this for months now. I believe God is slowing us down, and I believe right now is a tipping point for so many people as we go into the second wave of the coronavirus and COVID-19 breaking out more, and we're wondering what's coming, and so many people are thinking too far into the future when I believe right now God is wanting to speak to you. And what I see people doing is doing one of two things, either pressing into church, pressing into the Word of God, pressing into God's people, or, or checking out. And I want to encourage you to press in, like what you're doing right now here on the lawn or what you're doing right now online, you're doing the right thing. And because of that, your life is going to be forever changed. So let's look at Matthew chapter 7, the Sermon on the Mount. And verse 15 is where we're going to be. I read out of the New Living Translation. If you don't have a Bible, 
Uversion is a great app. I encourage you to download that. If you're here on the lawn, you don't have to do this at home but, uh, or wherever you are, but if you're here on the lawn, would you stand as, as we read Scripture together? Matthew 7, verse 15, this is Jesus. He says, Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down, and it's thrown into the fire. I talked about that during week one. I talked about the, the road to destruction. That's what Jesus is referring to right there. And then he says, the, the last part he says is this, yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. Today, I, I want to talk to you for just a few moments about grapes and figs and thorns and thistles. Grapes and figs and thorns and thistles. Let's, let's pray for a moment. Father, we are gathered here on this lawn and in apartments and in houses and on Zoom and in neighborhood gatherings, and we just thank you, Father, that your spirit unites us all together, and you want to speak to us, and we pray you will in the few moments we have in Jesus' name, and everybody, wherever you are, said amen. All right, here on the lawn, you can be seated. So in Matthew 7, Jesus talks about the wolves, and I don't know why, it's just me, but when he talks about the wolves, every time I hear that, I always think about that guy you see at Love's Truck Stop that's got the wolf t-shirt on. You know what I'm talking about? The guy that's got the, it's got the three wolves howling at the moon. I don't know why, but every time I, I hear that, I think of, of, of that, that shirt. And have you seen the Amazon reviews on this? Like, this thing has blown up. If you don't know anything about this, you can actually look up the Amazon reviews, and don't do it now, but they are hilarious. Like, they just have grown uh, grown and grown and grown. They are just uh, very sarcastic reviews, which are, are my favorites. So uh, it's to spare you and to keep you from scrolling on Amazon while I'm preaching, I've got a few of them for you, okay? These are actual reviews about the Three, wolf, three Wolves Howling at the Moon t-shirt. Currently running the countryside with a pack of wolves after having put on the shirt. We'll review later. Once I applied the magical wolves fabric to my chest, my mullet grew like Odin's beard. <laughs> my rusted T-top firebird turned sweet candy apple red. And my white snake tape started playing its body-moving melodies once again. <laughs> Here's a current one. No wolves have yet caught COVID-19. So I threw away my face mask and hand sanitizer and bought the magnificent 2XL Three Wolf Moon t-shirt. So somebody actually put down a one-star review. I couldn't believe that. Why would you one-star that? But here is the one-star review. Sometimes the wolves leave the shirt and poop all over the house. Whenever I'm buying something, probably like you, I've gotten this habit now, I always check the reviews. Years ago, there weren't any reviews, but now there's lots of reviews. And the other day, I was, I was going to buy something, and, and I looked up the reviews, but there was literally three reviews, and I was like, well, I ain't buying that. There's no way I'm going to buy that. But it's, we all know this. It's, it's not the review that matters. It's the reviewer. 
It's the person who's saying it. Like we've all gotten advice from that neighbor, that coworker, uncle, and you said, there ain't no way I am doing that. Because it's the reviewer that, that matters. And now everybody's an expert. Like, thanks to social media, thanks to YouTube, thanks to podcasts and, and all that, everybody's an expert. Like, I, I was watching a YouTube video, and every time I watch a YouTube video, there's this one guy that keeps coming up, his hair is perfect, he's got his shirt off, he's got the six-pack abs, he's totally ripped, and he goes, do you know the one food that will help you have lean muscle? No. And what? Which one? I ain't clicking off of that. So I'm watching, minute 51, I'm watching, tell me the food. Tell me the food. Get to 151 and he says, click here to know the food. We've all seen, you get fashion advice, you know, what to wear, what not to wear. You get your medical advice for COVID-19 just about anywhere right now. And there is some crazy stuff out there. So how do you, how do you know, how do you know who to listen to? How do you know whose advice you should take? Like, come on, when, when it comes to buying a wolf t-shirt, who cares? Just buy the wolf t-shirt. You don't really have to look at a review. But what do you do when it, when it comes to life? Like when you got real issues in your marriage or you don't know how to handle this with your kids or what do I do with my finances and how do I, what do I do as far as my future is concerned and what, what about God? I'm trying to learn about the things of God, and you. where do you go? How do you know what you should be listening to? Matthew 7, Jesus tells us. He warns us to pay attention to the reviewers. Pay attention to who's saying it. Matthew 7, 15, look at it. He says, beware of false prophets who come disguised as what? As what? Harmless sheep. They come as harmless sheep, but they are really what? Vicious wolves. Write this down. I know you're taking notes because Pastor Eric said take notes is the best thing, and I know we got the smartest crowd on the lawn, and we got the smartest crowd in the neighborhood gatherings and on Zoom right now. Write this down. Beware the wolves. Beware the wolves. What's Jesus talking about here? In this context, he's talking about the false teachers, the religious te leaders, and what are they doing? They are manipulating the law. They are oppressing the people, and they're trying to control them for their own selfish gain. you got to beware the wolves because that is happening right now, and most people don't even know it. Like when it comes to COVID-19, when it comes to the racial injustice, when it comes to the political season that we're in, there are some vicious wolves. There are leaders. There are politicians. There are organizations. There are news groups that are preying upon the vulnerable. They're preying upon the angry. They're preying upon those who are, are, are uninformed, and they are taking advantage of them in their weakness. Because, listen, when, when somebody's weak and when, when somebody's angry, when, when somebody is, is uninformed, they're vulnerable. And when they're vulnerable, it's easy to take advantage of them. Beware the wolves. Turn to somebody next to you and say, beware the wolves. Like Somebody just says, you know, oh, you should just, you better be careful about the mask that you put on. 
some of the fabric out there, you're just breathing in toxins right into your lungs. You're going to get cancer. What? Get cancer? I thought the, I, what, where did you hear about that? I read it on Facebook. What's wrong with you? Listen, I, I would just say, if you hear nothing else I say today, you can write this down. Don't get your Facebook, don't get your face, uh, face mask guidance from Facebook. Don't get your face mask guidance from Facebook. Everybody say, man, that's good preaching right there. This is, this is not just true, though, about COVID-19. I, I believe this is true about life, that there are wolves. And Jesus says, beware, beware. You're, you're having some, some issues in your marriage with your spouse, and you're, there's some distance. And somebody says, you know what? You deserve better. You deserve way better. But you know, hey, you know what I do is um, I, I, I watch this. You know, I click on this, and I mean, come on, it ain't hurting my marriage. It's actually making my marriage better. Beware the wolves. Like you're having trouble at work, and maybe, maybe there's some tension with your boss. Maybe your boss isn't treating you right and, 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 and coming at you and coming over you and oppressing you and, and just making life difficult on you. And somebody says, you know what you ought to do? I go in tomorrow, and I quit. That's what I do. And then you end up without a job and anywhere to go. Beware the wolves. You're struggling in the middle of a pandemic. You're discouraged and you're, you're down and kind of a darkness is over your mind and somebody comes and they say, hey, um, just try this. I mean, it just, it, it'll take the edge off. Beware the wolves. You would think that it doesn't happen in church, but guess what? It's, it's in church as well. In fact, that's why Jesus is saying that, that the wolf comes in sheep's clothing. The wolf can even come into the church. And th- what happens is you're, you're trying to follow Jesus. You're like you're online. You're gathered in your neighborhood gathering right now. You're here on the lawn. And you're trying to press into things of Jesus. And then you see, come on, we all see, th- you see people and they're doing crazy things. You watch where they're, they're going. You, you hear about what they're, they're watching, what, what they what they're believing about God and the things of God, and you're like, wait, what? Beware the wolves. So how do you know what's harmless? How do you know what's vicious? How do you know what is a sheep, and how do you know what is a, what is a wolf? Look at verse 16. Jesus says this. You can identify them by their fruit. That is, come on, say this with me, by the way they act. Turn to somebody next to you and say, get your act together. Get your act together. He says, can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces what? A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree it produces bad fruit. I think thorns and thistles describes how a lot of people are acting right now. Mask, no mask. Lockdown, never lockdown. Trump, Biden. Let's just do this. Just turn to somebody right now. Find out who they're voting for. Mask, no mask. Let's just do that. Wherever you're getting. No, no, do not. No, do not. This would be the last Sunday we gather. That's what would happen. You want to talk about thorns and thistles flying. That's what's going to happen. But here's what's, this is what you're seeing right now. Are you not seeing people that you thought you knew and they're showing their fangs? 
Like you're starting to see that in them. Come on, turn to somebody wherever you are and say, show me your fangs. Show me your fangs. Do you have some fangs? As followers of Jesus, it should go without saying, but we're supposed to produce good, we're supposed to be good trees. We're supposed to produce grapes and figs, but that is not always the case. This is why I have been saying for months and months and months, we've got to slow down, people. Quit thinking about the future. Quit thinking about when is this going to end. Quit thinking about what's going to happen six months from now. Think about today. Think about what God is trying to say to you today. He's trying to get our attention. And can I tell you this, that I think he's using this season to reveal some thistles and some thorns, and it's not always out there. I think he's trying to reveal it in his people. In his people. You ever gotten a thistle in your shoe? You know what I'm talking about? Like you're walking around and then out of nowhere you pick up a thistle? So frustrating. I prayer walk this land all, all the time. Can I tell you the number one place I pick up thorns and thistles? <laughs> right here. <laughs> They're all over. Congratulations. You're welcome. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. But actually, and in some ways, that's kind of a spiritual analogy, is it, is it not? There are thorns and there are thistles. And what do you do when you get a thorn or thistle in your shoe? You reach down and you instinctively just start digging around in your shoe to try to dig it out. The worst thing you can do, right? You're like, did you not learn since the time you were seven? You stick your finger into your shoe, you start digging around. What does it do? It pokes your finger. Boom. Instant COVID test. When you hang out with the thorns and thistles, it gets your focus and your attention off of Jesus and the things of God. And if you listen to the thorns and thistles, your life will not produce grapes and figs. When I was a kid, I loved Fig Newtons. Show of hands here. Show of hands in the neighborhood, wherever you are, Fig Newton people. I loved them as a kid. I remember in a summer, I would eat one box in one day. Bad mistake. <laughs> Don't do that. If you've never tried them, just do one at a time. Here's the thing about Fig Newtons, though. That in, Fig News, in Fig Newtons, they don't put thistles in the middle of a Fig Newton. Imagine if they put a thistle in the middle of the Fig Newton. This is how a lot of followers of Jesus live their lives, and they wonder why they're angry. They wonder why they're disillusioned. They wonder why they get hurt. They wonder why they get discontented. They wonder why things are not going the way that they want them to go. It's because you're hanging out with the thistles and the thorns. You've got to get rid of the thistles and the thorns. This is the power of the church. This is the power of who we are right now here on the lawn, in your neighborhood gathering, as you gather together on Zoom. You wonder why you should not do this alone? Stare at the people on your Zoom right now, on your Zoom gathering. People, look around the room that you're in right now. Guess what? Grapes and figs. Come on, turn to somebody and say, thanks for being a grape. Thanks for being a fig. I'm a fig. You a grape. You a grape. I'm a fig. Thank you. Thank you. Thank This is the power of the church. In fact, I want you to do this. I want you to stop for just a moment. And I want you to think about what, has, what kind of fruit has your life produced because you've been hanging out with the good trees? What, what kinds of grapes and figs have come from your life, the good fruit? I want you to turn to somebody. I want you to take 30 seconds. And I want, we're going to honor God in this moment. And you say, man, 
This is the power of this relationship in my life, and this is the fruit that has come from it. 30 seconds, turn and share with somebody around you. So this is not only the power of the church, but I believe this is the power of God's Word. This is the power of God's Word to discern the wolves and the sheep and the good tree from the bad tree. I remember when I was a kid, you could get one of those uh, spy decoders. Anybody remember those? you get the red pen and the blue pen. You'd write a secret message, and you'd take that red cellophane, and you'd put it over it, and it would reveal the secret message. I, I believe this right here, the Word of God is a wolf decoder. Like, what should I be doing when it comes to COVID-19? You should put it up against the Word of God. Does the Word of God have something to say about COVID? Just read Proverbs 1 or read, read Psalm 91. Start there. Put the decoder over it. What is God's Word saying about it? When it comes to the racial unrest, what should I do? Who should I support? Put the Word of God over it. Let it teach you. Let it reveal to you. You got relationships in your life? You, sometimes we don't even know if they're healthy or they're good, and you're like, I don't know. I'm just hanging out with them. When is the last time you used the Word of God as a decoder? When you're in the Word of God, that daily devotion I talked about, man, we, it'll be online, it'll be on social media this week. You get in that, you take the notes that you've been doing, you study God's Word this week, it is like having a master decoder to live your life. Let me give you an example of that. Paul, he talks about the kind of fruit our lives should be producing. You say, so, some people say, but is the Word of God, is it really relevant to our time? I'm going to show you how relevant it is. Because in Galatians 5.22, and I want you to write some of this down, he says, this is the kind of fruit your life should be producing, and this is the kind of fruit you should be looking for in other people's lives. Here's the first one I want you to write down. Write down the word love. This is going to be your decoder this week. This is what you're looking for this week weak. Like the people around me, when they're talking, when I'm watching the news, when I'm listening to people and leaders, are they coming from a place of love or are they coming from a place of hate? Are they coming from a place of anger and division? Listen, beware the wolves. Second one I want you to write down is the word joy. Despite the circumstances, despite what's been happening all around us, is their life, do they still have a, a confidence? Do they still have a joy about them despite what's happening? Or in their life, are they turning bitter? Are they getting bitter? Are they starting to show their fangs joy? Here's the next one. Write down the word peace. Is there confidence in their life? Like when you're, the people you're hanging out with, are they confident people? Because that's the good tree. That's the, the good fruit. And, and do, they have, do they have peace? Do they, or are they anxious? Are they just on edge all the time? I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what's going to happen with this. I don't know what's going to be. I would tell you this. You might want to be careful hanging out with that person. Write down the word patience. Are you patient? Are, are the people around you, are they patient in the relationships they're in? Are they always nagging? and ragging on leaders and organizations and their relationships and their family? Or are they patient with the people around them? Are, are they 
Are they sheep or are they, are they wolves? Kindness, write down the word kindness. Are they kind in, in their response? They may not agree with you. You may not agree with them. But is their response, is their response kind or, or is it cruel? Is it antagonistic? Beware the wolves. Write down the word goodness. Are they doing good? Are they, are they just doing good things or are they more about themselves during this time? Write down the word faithfulness. You're looking for faithfulness this week. People who are faithful to God, faithful to the people of God, faithful to the word of God, or are they fickle? They just kind of give up on the people of God, give up on the house of God, give up on the word of God too quickly. You need to beware the wolves. Write down the word gentleness. This is the next thing you want to be looking for. You want to look for this when you're out this week, when you're in relationship with people, with what you're watching. Is their response gentle or is it harsh? And the last one is self-control. Are the people in my life, are they, are they people who show self-control or are they impulsive? They believe this one day, and then they believe this the next day, and then they're on to this the next day, and then this is the hot thing, and then they're off, this is cold, and you, hey, what about this? Oh, I'm, not, I'm, all, I'm over on this over here. Do they, are they impulsive, or do they show self-control? So there's two trees. One brings life. The other brings death. It's always been about two trees. Always been about two trees. Go back to the beginning. Book of Genesis, Adam and Eve, they're in the garden. Serpent shows up disguised as what? A sheep in wolves' clothing. Deceives them. In fact, the scripture says that he convinced them to be confident. They, they were confident and they were convinced that they should eat from the bad tree. And so they ate from the, the wrong tree. And when they ate from the wrong tree, what did they reap? They reaped thorns and thistles in their life. But the writer of Hebrews tells us that that was not the end. Those of us who follow Jesus, we know that's not the end of the story. Turn to somebody in your gathering and tell them that ain't the end of the story. That's not the end of the story. No, the writer of Hebrews tells us that there was a, a second Adam. Jesus came to do what the first Adam was unable to do. That word Adam, like, the, beyond, he was able to do what the very first human was unable to do. What did he do? He came and he wore the crown of what? Anybody? Thorns. He put on the thorns. He put on the thistles so you don't have to. He was hung on the bad tree. So you don't have to go to that bad tree over and over again. And he, he was the lamb that was slain by the wolves. Like this is who Jesus is, and that is not where it ended. We know that it ended with life, that he was risen to new life. And because of Jesus, you and you and you and you and you and you and you do not have to settle for thorns and thistles. You don't have to settle for that. He says, I made a way. You don't have to be out there with the bad tree. You don't have to hang in the thorns and thistles. I made a way. I'm the, the good tree. I, I bring life. I'm, I'm the place of grapes. I'm the place of figs. I'm the place of abundance. That's who Jesus is. Beware the wolves. We're going to move into a time of communion. And so we're Wherever you are, your Zoom gathering or you're in your neighborhood gathering, I encourage you to get your communion together here on the lawn. We're going to get ours together as well. And um, if, 
someone would come help me with uh, communion for me as well and get that to me. So if you're brand new to our gathering, communion is simply this time where we, we reflect and we respond to what Jesus is saying to us. It's a time where we remember, oh yeah, he went to that bad tree. And his blood, it was shed, and he died so that I could have forgiveness. That's what the cup represents, the blood of Jesus shed for the forgiveness of sin. And, and the bread, it represents his body. His body wore the thorns so you don't have to have the thorns and the thistles. He came to bring grace. What is it you need today? As you reflect on what God has spoken to you today, what do you need from the Father today? Come and receive. That's what this moment is about. Do you need grace and mercy and forgiveness? I want to encourage you, receive grace and mercy and forgiveness. It's just that easy. You just humble yourself. God, I receive you today. I walk away from the thorns and thistles, and I am walking into the abundant life with you. Maybe, maybe you have some thorns and some thistles in your life. So I went through the, the fruit of the Spirit. And I talked about some other things. You're like, oh, man, I, I, this is about reflecting. Take a moment, reflect. God, search my heart. I don't want fangs. I don't want to be, I don't want to be one who's distributing thorns and thistles to the people around me. And God says, hey, listen, I took it on. You can lay it down, you can walk away, and you can pick up the good life. So we're going to pray and we're going to receive together the bread and the cup and whatever it is you need. Let's pray together. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this holy moment to remember the death and the resurrection of Jesus and the new life we have in him. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Let's receive. Thanks for joining us online uh, this week, and uh, thanks for joining us on the lawn. Next Sunday, uh, we'll be broadcasting from inside our auditorium. Remember, you can get all the details on that uh, through uh, email. You, you check your inbox, you'll have that. If you don't, uh, you can sign up for email at, at corechurch.com. We want to know how we can pray for you. How can we be praying for you? Did you make a decision today? Man, or maybe there's something in your life that you just, man, you, you don't want to walk alone in that. Go to courtridge.com. You can submit your prayer request right there. We want to come alongside you. We want to pray with you and pray for you. Those of you who are gathered in your neighborhood gatherings and in your Zoom gatherings, you're going to see a couple questions come up at the end. I encourage you to take those questions and discuss those in your group together. But let's close right now with our, our singing prayer, and let's say this together. God, fill me with love and give me boldness to share the hope, healing, peace, purpose that I found in Jesus. Lead me to the hurting, the hopeless, the lonely, and the discouraged. This week, I declare that I am available and willing to be used for your glory and honor. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week.